Hi, you've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, Labor Day's the end of summer, but I'm not ready for my summer style to end. It doesn't have to. At Old Navy, you can still get amazing dresses and tees. Old Navy? Yep, summer's ending, but saving on Old Navy style is just beginning at our pre-Labor Day sale. Starting tomorrow, get 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees for the whole family. All jeans, dresses, and tees on sale? Yep, at 30, 40, or 50% off at Old Navy. I'm ready for that. High Fashion. Old Navy. Valid 824-830 in stores only. Excludes active license, men's package, and clearance. Welcome to Conversations That Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. I'm wondering if you're ready to release shame. I have found that choosing to tell my story is a really strong tool to helping me take back my power. The biggest obstacle in sharing my history is overcoming the shame that's trapped in it. I would encourage you to be gentle with yourself and to honor your story. This is a really good time to practice self-love. On the last episode of Conversations That Heal, I shared more details of my history. It is my history. It is not how I live my present life. I learned a multitude of lessons from my healing journey, and I continue to apply those lessons and allow myself to receive even more counseling on how I want to live this life. It's one thing to read instructions on how you want to quote-unquote change your life or go to your therapy session and hear new direction that is available to you. The real healing begins when you make the decision, when you make the choice to apply those lessons. I made the choice to share with you that I was sold for sex as a child. It took me 20 years to recall the memories, understand the images that were flooding my mind, to make the connection that the memories and the images were part of my story, and finally to own that this is my story. It is my story. It is not my life. There is a big distinction between those two. The same applies for you. Your history, your story is your past. It is not your current life. It does not require you to live your life based on the survival mechanisms that you created to live through your story. I want to invite you to check out my book, How to Love Yourself, Hope After Child Abuse. It's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback. I wrote the book to remove the stigma and the shame surrounding child abuse. Visit Amazon.com to pick up your Kindle or paperback copy of How to Love Yourself, Hope After Child Abuse. I want to get really personal with you and share that my biggest obstacle in sharing my history with you on the last episode was overcoming the shame of it. In my book, How to Love Yourself, Help After Child Abuse, I describe shame as if it were a spider's web. I use my words to illustrate the insect who gets trapped in the web. And no matter how hard the insect tries to get away from the spider and its web, it cannot. Hence, the web becomes a part of the insect. Like the insect, I was trapped in the spider's web. I was trapped in my abuser's shame. 
Shame is a very powerful feeling. It has the lowest vibration of all feelings. For a child, it is very natural to want to please the parent. Whether the parent is an alcoholic, a pedophile, emotionally abusive, narcissistic, all of them, shame plays a key role. It is like their foundation. It is where they, whether it's consciously or not, make their choices from. It makes perfect sense why sharing your story is a monumental step on your healing path. You are breaking through the shame. A few years ago, I was in a writing group. We met every Saturday morning, and the host of the group would provide prompts for us to use to begin a writing. Many months into this group, I wrote and shared that I was sold for sex as a child. I remember the host, who is a lovely woman. She looked at me and she said, I don't see you any differently now than before you shared your story. This made a huge impact on me. In those few words, she was releasing some of my shame. I thought for sure that if I shared my story, that people would see me as damaged, as bad. Maybe this is your experience. Like me, I was too embarrassed to share my story. I convinced myself that by doing so, I would immediately discount my image as a strong woman. I have learned how to release my shame by recognizing it as shame. Believe me, identifying a feeling as shame took me years. I was so attached to the shame that I didn't know where it ended and where I began. As an example, when you find yourself saying or thinking, I'm bad, that is your shame. It is not the truth of who you are. Do you find yourself arguing with me, telling me that I don't know how really, how bad you really are? I know what that feels like because I've been there. I have spent decades there. It's a lot easier to feel the shame and believe that you are bad than it is to recognize that the idea, the mindset of I am bad is a lie. Why? Because to make the connection requires you to see, to feel the pain of the betrayal. No one likes to feel betrayal. It is a lot less painful to be trapped in shame and feel comfortable in it no matter what its impact is on you in your adult world. If you're carrying your shame around since your childhood like I was, shame is probably an intricate part of who you think you are. Shame makes itself at home like it's a blanket. It looks like it's protecting you when really what it is doing is destroying you or eating part of the true magnificent and miracle that you really are. Another example of recognizing shame is when you feel unworthy. This is also a big one for me. I've gotten to the point that when I think, feel, or act like I am unworthy, I know that that is my shame. Shame that was planted on me from my abusers so many years ago. 
it was part of their way of keeping me quiet, of controlling me. And to tell you the truth, I'm not really convinced that they were smart enough to know that that is what they were doing. I think that it was a natural response for them to put their shame on me, most probably because we know that people are not born abusers. We know that it is a learned behavior. And so they're putting their shame onto me like most probably their shame was put onto them. And while I'm talking about my experience, which was, as I've said, a a history of child abuse, this example can go back to any kind of trauma that you might have experienced as a child, whether it's the alcoholic parent, whether it's the emotionally abusive parent. It is part of keeping you quiet, keeping you in control. It's the shame that's keeping me from playing big or playing at all. It is comfortable to feel the shame, the shame that while is very unhealthy for all of us, it is a comfortable place to be because it's a learned habit, a learned behavior. How did I learn to recognize my shame? Through patience and awareness. After all the years of my therapy, I got to a point where I could notice when I was feeling not good enough. Let me reinforce that there was no magical pill. It took direct awareness on my part to recognize when the shame was starting to overcome me. For example, when a friend would ask me to join them for dinner, for lunch, my go-to response would be a meek excuse as to why I could not join them. After a while, I got comfortable to saying no. I convinced myself that being alone was not only safer, it was a way to not challenge that part of me that felt worthy or even felt unworthy. In my inner world, I was managing both sides of my worthiness coin. In truth, my shame was running the show. As I became more aware to its sneaky habits, I was becoming conscious to the fact that I, as a lovable and capable human being, had other choices, just like yourself. Now, you may be hearing me, you may be on a different part of your healing journey and maybe thinking that I there's something that's different about me than there is about you. And that is why I can be aware of this and you can't. And that's simply not true. The, the truth of it is that we are all on a healing journey from childhood trauma. And as many different people who are on the same journey There is as many different places that one can be on their healing journey. I'm sharing with you things that worked for me and things that I noticed and recognized along my healing journey. They very well might be useful to you. They very well may not. I do hope that they are. One thing that I've also learned is that sharing my truth or my secret, which is a word I seldom use, It was my guarded secret, and I was terrified to let out the fact that I was sold for sex as a child. The fact is, 
is that if I didn't let my truth out, my abusers held my power. Just by saying that, the more I say that I was sold for sex as a child, the more I am taking away their power. And I got to be honest, it feels really good to bring light into their demented world. Like, like I am puncturing their power. Like they are vampires and I am shining the light on them. They are becoming dust. They have nothing else to stand on. I have let out the big secret, the big silent motivator of the way the family operated. I am taking my power back. After all, this is my story. I have earned the right to tell it, just like it's your story. Once something has been done to you, it's no longer about the person who did it to you. It is about your experience, what it felt like, what it was, the impact it had on your life. Now, whether the person that you share it with chooses to share it with anyone else, is really none of your business. I had to make the decision that I wanted to share that I was sold for sex as a child. And what you do with that information is none of my business. You can only control what your thoughts and feelings are. You cannot control anyone else's. I encourage you to do an inner swipe of your stories. Do any of them need to be shared? Maybe they don't. Maybe only a few of them do. Maybe you need more time to be at peace with sharing them. I promise you, I did not wake up last Wednesday morning and say, I'm going to share my secret. It took me a lot of soul searching to know I was ready to be vulnerable, to believe that I was strong enough to bring light to the evil. Be gentle with yourself as you discover the best healing path for you. This is your life and it is filled with choices that you make. Please contact me, Susan, at conversationsatheal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talks or iTunes to support me in reaching more adult survivors of childhood trauma. Remember, above all, you are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um, well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer.